Hello, welcome to Journey into an Unknown World once again. Of course, I'm Dr. Margaret. Today, I'd like to talk about the understanding of how we actually create a tremendous amount of tension and stress within ourselves that we might actually call torment. Yes, before I've talked about illusion and fantasy and I've talked about the way people treat one another. I've talked about relationships. I've talked about the different aspects of the paranormal in terms of spiritual relationships. In fact, I've covered a lot of topics over the last two and a half years and I'm very, very grateful for all my followers who have been actually listening to my shows and I do want to remind everyone that this is a time when everyone is worried. So if you believe that you are not able to achieve your goals, then I once again remind you to click on the link on my page to go to my website where you can download my free meditation manifest your dreams so that out of the way I would like to go on with the understanding of torment what exactly is it you know there's lots of points of view about torment it could be your own mental torment caused by constant confusion over issues, going backwards and forwards, up and down, in and out, about all the potential possibilities that might manifest or may not manifest, creating within yourself a tremendous amount of imbalance that ultimately causes you to starve yourself, eat too much, smoke, drink, There are lots of things you could be doing to try and find comfort, but no matter what you're doing, you're actually still in torment. That's a mental situation. But what about emotional torment? Perhaps you are constantly telling yourself that you will have no way to express your creativity, that you can't in some way outline your potential because you haven't ever tried to be creative, in which case you're going to be emotionally tormented by everything that you see around you. You'll be saying, I wish I could create something just like that. I wish I could in some way be the same as others by being as creative as them or even maybe a little bit different. And of course, when you tell yourself that you have no creative talents at all, you are tormenting your spirit self. Now, not a lot of people really think about your spirit being in torment. So I wanted to talk about it from a different point of view. Let's pretend we're having a story here. Okay, so, you know, here you are in this wonderful garden and you're having lots of friends to tea and you're chatting about the weather and how wonderful everything is. The only difference is you're in the spirit world. And while you're setting up this wonderful garden scenario, you might think about the fact that you were telling yourself that when you reincarnate again, you are going to give yourself everything that you feel you need so that you will grow emotionally, mentally, physically, and spiritually 
Ultimately, to be able to say, I know God within my heart. I know I am the manifestation of God's desire. And you're happy with that. You're content with that. And you're ready to be born. And then, just like magic, hey presto, it's your time and here you are on earth. And here you are living this gorgeous life. Really? Or are you actually saying to yourself, I don't mind what my spirit self says. I don't mind what my intuition says. I don't mind what I hear from other people. I'm shutting them all out. I'm going to deny my spiritual self the essence of my being by actually stating very clearly, I am stuck in dogma routines, rituals of a physical nature that deny the presence of my spirit self. So there you are, you have it. You're in spiritual torment. Well, let's take a little break here and I'd like to say to you that if you've been listening to my show for a very long time, you probably know that I genuinely always offer anyone a reading. One question can be answered by email for free. So if you write to me, drmargaretrvc at gmail.com and I get your email, I will answer, channel something from your spirit guide to help you go on with your life. If on the other hand, you've got lots of questions, are very confused about who you are, what you want to do, really believe that you have no idea about your creativity, feel like you're trapped by family, work, scenarios, then perhaps you'll want to have a full reading with me. And you can find out more about that on my website, www.sumariscenter.com. I'm sure most of you know it by now, but I'll spell it out. S-U-M for mother, A-R-I-S again, center, C-E-N-T-E-R dot com. So let me come back to torment. You might be saying that it's not you tormenting yourself, but rather other people that are. In fact, I met a lady just recently who was saying that wherever she goes, there is always someone who's picking on her. I asked her, what did she mean by being picked on? And she said, well, they judge me. They say my work is not good enough, that I'm not fast enough at doing my work, that I'm not communicating enough about who I am and what I'm doing at work, so I think they're going to fire me. Well, when we had a discussion about it, I started to realize that actually her insecurities, her fears and anxieties had caused her to withdraw from society, as it were. In other words, she's in the office, she's physically present, but she's not being sociable. She's not sharing herself with her work colleagues, so her colleagues have judged her, condemned her to be someone who is unapproachable. And as a result of that, she had in her mind built all sorts of ideas that each person in her office had lots of judgment about her and expected it. Well, of course, in time, They did manifest exactly what she expected them to say. Why? 
because she was so much in torment, so much in misery and depression, that indeed her work did slow down. And indeed, she did make lots of mistakes. And of course, that affected her work schedule and the people that she was working in. So why did I tell you this little story? Because number one, it was very easy to help her to understand that she was not tormented by other people, but had rather set herself up to torment herself with her points of views about how she perceived her ideas that these other work colleagues were supposed to be thinking, the ways they were looking at her, the ways that they were talking to her and so on. And in her mind, in her imagination, she created a reality that need never have been. Yes, torment is a reality. Now, some of you know that I did do a show on bullying. In my mind, bullying is a whole different ball game from torment. Bullying is someone literally pushing, shoving you, poking, prodding you, saying nasty things, upsetting your belongings, those kinds of things that really disturb your energy and your space. In my mind, torment is something that we do to ourselves. We worry. We get anxious. We tell ourselves that in some way nothing will ever improve. And as long as we believe that we are stuck in a rut, that we are helpless, useless, and therefore unfit to mix in society, we are actually giving ourselves tremendous pain and suffering, which I call torment. And even more importantly, we are denying our spiritual growth, which actually causes us to separate ourselves mentally and emotionally from the energy of our spirit self, which would, in time, give us creative insights and ways and means to stop tormenting ourselves. Having put this scenario up to you to understand that torment is self-induced, the next obvious question is, well, how do I stop it? Some people may say, I have low self-esteem, meaning I look in the mirror, I don't like my face or my hips or my hair or the style of my appearance, the shape of my body, etc., Well, others may look in the mirror and say, I like what I see, but I don't think other people like me too well. They see me as egotistical, too beautiful, or they see me as someone who is vain. I had a lady who actually told me that she loved to dress up in the prettiest things she could find, and she was thoroughly enjoying looking entirely different from everyone else. She wanted her own style. But as soon as she went out and about, people stared at her because she looked so different. And by the end of her journey from one place to another, she had emotionally set herself up in an hypnoidal state to feel that she had been tormented by every glance, every look, as she'd walked down the road dressed in her new outfit, which she had originally thought was so beautiful. 
Later, she told me when she got home, she actually was so upset that she cut up her new outfit and threw it in the trash. What a shame. Yes, we can deny ourselves our own beauty. We can deny ourselves the perfection of our thoughts. They may be perfect for today and tomorrow. They may be different. But whatever it is that you think and feel, for the moment, it is perfect for you because it gives you a very valuable opportunity to be able to say, I am a wonderful human being. Over the years, I've yo-yoed up and down with my own thoughts about things. I've suffered. Hey, I've made myself very ill by tormenting myself with so many possibilities of things that might or might happen or of situations that I felt I was out of control and therefore felt that someone else would spoil my lifestyle in some way with their way of life and so on and so forth. And the ultimate thing was that I eventually had to come to a realization that no one was actually on a major pathway to make it their life's work to torment me. In fact, I had to realize that they were so busy running their own ideas that they were actually tormenting themselves. So what was I doing then? Well, I was looking at a whole bunch of people who were all tormenting themselves in their own company with one another. You know what they say, birds of a feather flock together. And one day I found myself sitting with all these people who were commiserating just how bad their lives were. And I found myself sitting there wanting to agree with them when suddenly my spirit guide said, and what advantage will you have in finding comfort with so much misery? Surely it would be better to be out and about alone enjoying the countryside, watching the river go by, and seeing the beautiful things of nature. So I'm going to say to you right now the same message. When did you last walk in a park? When did you last walk beside an ocean or a river? And how much of you did you leave there that was part of your own personal torment and misery? When we're in the country we find ourselves exposed to negative ions and those negative ions really do clean up our aura. Positive ions attract bits of stuff to them and that stuff fills our aura, making us feel even more miserable. So a trip to the country is really worthwhile. While I'm talking about torment, I'd like to remind you that I have a book called The Rejection Syndrome in which I do share a lot of stories and they are made up stories channeled by me from Spirit to give you examples of how people have suffered in misery, tormenting themselves with lots of ideas that have set them on a pathway to believe themselves incapable of finding happiness. So what is happiness? Is it eating an ice cream? <laughs> Years ago when I was very young, I had an ice cream and I bought one for my sister 
and when I gave it to her, she immediately lost control of it and dropped it on the floor. I was upset because I had no more money to buy her another cone and, of course, meant I had to give her mine instead, which I did, grudgingly. (laughs) Well, of course, I never forgot that I had sacrificed my ice cream and given it to her. Whether she ever remembers that's another story, and it doesn't matter. But what does matter is, from that day I told myself that if I was going to buy a treat, I wanted to be sure that I bought something that was safe. So whenever I bought something in the future for us both, I always made sure it was something that would last, such as a stick of licorice or a candy that we could suck for hours. You know, we make lots of ideas when we're children. We tell ourselves that if we're not particularly cautious or careful, we will find ourselves suffering at the hands of other people. But the truth is, no one teaches us that we don't have to react in a negative way, that we can, in fact, turn the situation to our advantage and say, as a result of circumstances, I will observe myself feeling tormented, recognize I don't need to do this to myself, then twist the facts around to make them suit my purpose and say, as a result of situations that have occurred, I am now wiser and stronger and better for having had this moment of torment. So what am I advocating? I'm saying we all need to torment ourselves from some time, in some way, for some reason. Here's another example. Children playing with games, they're having fun. When suddenly one of the children says, I want that, and snatches a toy away from the other child, the other child then starts to cry, believing that they have no control or no power to get that toy back. In that moment, that child is telling themselves in an alpha state, because they're miserable, they're giving themselves an hypnotic suggestion that they will be tormented by anyone who sees they have something because whoever anyone is, is likely to turn up in their lives and destroy their happiness. You see, it's not really the toy that was important. It was the pleasurable moment of playing with the toy that was important. So now I'm going to modernize you to now. I'm assuming you're not a child anymore and you're listening to me, right? And I want to say to you, how many times have you set yourself up to expect someone to come into your life and spoil your moments of joy? Of course, let's say this though, how often do you actually give yourself these moments of joy when you are alone? where no one can disrupt you, where you can have complete inner peace and tranquility, reach inside your spirit and say, this is a treasure, this is a moment that I will always remember. I bet you'll say not very often. 
most of us rely on other people to come into our lives and do something, give us something, say something, show us something, even if it's just a smile, to do something for us that makes us feel happy. And of course, if we don't get that smile or we don't get that helping hand or that present or something, we could take ourselves spinning right into a state of torment where we tell ourselves we are not good enough to receive those joyous moments, that no one thinks enough about us to give us the pleasures that we hope will turn into treasures. What a depressing life to spend your whole time running around trying to do as many things as you can to please as many people as you can in the hope that they will in some way appreciate you so that they will give you something to make you feel happy so that ultimately you will not go spinning into your thoughts, making them so negative that you torment yourself in such a way that your heart breaks and your spirit self is lost in the miasma of negativity. Over the years, I have done a lot of healing on thousands of people, whether I've been working with crystal healing or quantum entanglement healing energy, I have reached the hearts and minds of many, and I'm very happy to reach yours today. But I am going to ask you to do something very special for me. I'm going to ask you to think about how often you've tormented yourself and then stop doing it. And when you understand that you're happier as a result of it, to pass this message on to anyone you meet, catch them in the mode of putting themselves down, saying that life is not good, saying that there are no beautiful things in the world, things that they say that torment their own mind and their own heart. Lift them up. Heal them with your voice. Tell them that there are beautiful things in the world to look at. Watch the ocean. Watch the ripples of the river. Watch the birds fly in the sky. See the fruits on the tree. See the vegetables growing in the fields. And see nature in all its glory. So often we forget that as a human species, we are the most evolved animal on this planet. And this animal that you are, this human being that you are, has great potential to do anything that you entirely wish to do. And you can do it alone or in the company of as many people as you desire. Ultimately, though, it is all about you enjoying your own company in the way that you do things. Once again, I'd like to remind some of you who are more ardent students of metaphysical subjects that you might like to get hold of a copy or download my ebooks, especially Journey into an Unknown World, The Way to Oneness Revisited, and my new book that's just out, and the ebook is up, I'm very happy to say, Quantum Entanglement, A Paranormal Point of View. Now, I'd like to just point out to you that if you are tormenting yourself, 
you can be very sure that there is someone mirror imaging you in another part of your town, down the road, or another country halfway around the world. And in that moment of tormenting self, there is a connection through the oneness, through quantum entanglement, to all your spirit guides and to the spirit guides of all the other people in the world. So actually, indirectly, without knowing that you're doing it, when you torment yourself, you torment everyone else in your soul group because they feel your misery, your pain, and your suffering. And their quandary is, how are we going to stop you tormenting yourself? So here's my answer. Go to my new website, www.dr margaret that's m-a-r-g-a-r-e-t-r-v-c dot com and download my free healing meditation which will help you to overcome this desire to put yourself down prevent yourself from being happy making you feel that you need to snuggle up in the negative motions of torment get rid of it you don't need it you don't need to be telling yourself anything bad at all. Nor do you need to gossip. Yes, we do tend to gossip, don't we? You know, Mrs. So-and-so down the road, she just did such and such, and oh my dear, how could she possibly have done it? You know, I've been watching some of the old-style movies from back in the days when everyone was aware of how they appeared in public, and they were so careful to protect their identity, to make sure that they put themselves out into the world as correct, right, productive, organized, practical, etc., etc. And of course, gossip helped them to let go of the mental and emotional torment that went on within their minds. Today, we don't have so much interaction with our neighbors. We don't have social climbing standards. We don't all hobnob with the lords and barons and earls. We don't get to know the trash man or the person who's a shopkeeper in another town. But we do, through oneness and through quantum entanglement, know them. And we know when they are suffering. We feel them. There's a leak, as it were, in the force. We feel our energy draining. We sense that things aren't right. And in that moment, we sit still and pray. Prayer is very important because it gives you an opportunity to go into an alpha state where you can contemplate the state of your mind, the state of your emotions, and look at the way that you talk to yourself. Understanding that if you talk to yourself negatively, you are tormenting yourself, then you can begin to understand that many thousands of people across this planet are doing the same thing at the same time. This kind of energy is not helpful to the evolution of this world and to our finding those thousand years of peace. So be a good neighbor. Get to know all the people around you. Bake them a cake like they did hundreds of years ago. Call on them. Ask them, how are you today? 
Look at your neighbors and your friends' neighbors. Look at your shopkeepers. Look at the people who help prepare things that you might have a life of comfort. Look at the way your clothes are made. Remember that there are people all over the world providing you with things that you take for granted. Open up your heart and your mind in thanks to the joy that there are so many people in this world who are doing things to make you happy. So lift your head, your heart, your mind and your spirit out of torment and say to yourself, God has given me another day to enjoy and I'm going to live it to the fullest that I can so that when it is my time to leave this world, I will be able to say, I have had a wonderful time because I've gotten to know so many people throughout my life who have in some way given me a sense of my self-esteem, my self-worth, and my values. And on that happy note, I'd like to say to you, remember I'm always here to help you. And if you'd like to see your horoscope for the month, go to my website, www.sumaricenter.com. Or if you'd like to write to me, drmargaretrvc at gmail.com, then please do. And if you'd like a reading, I'll be only too happy to help you. So until the next show, be well, be happy and safe.